Hey, Paul, is that a new phone? Yeah, actually. Is that the 6S? It is. But you bought the 6 like a year ago. Yes. Yeah, I did. But how much did you have to pay out? Yeah, to I had to pay out one? like a $1,200 contract to get it. Wow. That's great. Why would you do that? Oh, d- everyone needs a new iPhone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Views On podcast, the podcast where Michael, Paul, and Simon shave off our man buns. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> And discuss consumerism today. Yeah. Man, I'm not that keen for this episode. Really? Yeah, that, I'm, I'm really not a consumer much. Like, I just could not you be a consumer. Like you bought like two know five dollar things for your wall last time you went to the reject shop, okay, man. Okay, cool, okay. Do you know what I've seen in your bathroom? A yeah. thousand pack of cotton earbud things. Yes, because they were like a dollar. Like a thousand. Or was it seven fifty? Buying something because it's cheap is exactly something a consumerist dog would say. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't upgrade to the new iPhone because I needed a new iPhone. There are okay. obviously varying degrees. Okay, so what, what, what degree of consumer am I? Uh, the the cotton butter. The cotton butter. Yeah, okay. it's it's on the spectrum. Creating a new classification system mm. uh, today. We'll, we'll put a post up at the uh, after our episode goes up on our webpage of the classifications. Of, we will. Uh, yeah. Of consumers. Uh, and we'll decide how that will shape up over the course of this episode. Mm. But before we dive in any deeper, because we would not want to drown, let's prepare ourselves with Paul's week. With my week? Yeah. It's been a great week, actually. Um, lost a toe to cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, Michael. It's a very <laughs> serious issue. That. I didn't actually lose a it toe is, to cancer. It is a very serious issue for people who have cancer and do lose toes to them. Yeah. What about yeah. type 1 diabetics that lose toes? Yeah. It's actually really awful. It is. It is. It is. Auto-amputate for um, gangrene. Hit a new squat record at the gym for me, which was good. Making it tougher and tougher to fit into skinny jeans, but that's fine. Work, great. <laughs> Life, great. Church, great. Love it all. Love it all. I'm on a high this week. Feeling great. Very good. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, what are we going to talk about today, Michael? Well, if I didn't say it enough to start with, consumerism. Oh, you did too. Sorry, I, I, I did forgot. cover it. But before we do, I just want to... I was too um, busy checking out Paul's new iPhone. Skinny jeans. Oh, iPhone, yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've been... I've been meaning to Checking give this, legs. this this announcement to you, the community. Yeah, okay. For like five weeks. Now. All right. Do it. Uh, we're on Stitcher. What is Stitcher? Before Stitcher. you all rush to your computer, let me tell you what Stitcher is. <laughs> you know? No. Uh, Stitcher is like <laughs> kind of like iTunes <laughs> podcast feature, but just for podcasts and available on all platforms. Mm. So if you yep. have heaps of podcasts. Got a Windows phone. It works. Yeah. Really? Yep. So go to Stitcher. There's even a, an in-app player uh, on computer HTML5 player mm. thing you can open on your Google Chrome or if you're using Microsoft Edge. You Very convenient. Edge. Very um, convenient. But yeah, if you want to if you want to download an app, say you're using a, an Android phone, mm. you can download the Stitcher app uh, and search Three Views On, and you'll find us there. Very mm. good. Yes. yes. Tasty. I don't see the, how that the links on our website. Us, but we were already on the Podbean app. We are on the Podbean app, but the more places we are, the more Ways people can find 65 us. Sixty-five billion different podcasts. You got to diversify to plunder. Yep, it's all yep. it's all the same podcast. All right. It's all the same podcast feed. Mm. It's just um, different feed yeah. ho- hosts. I'm sitting here looking bewildered, and the other two are looking at me like, "Are you stupid? Come on!" <laughs> I honestly don't cross my this? mind. Consumerism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. What yeah. are your thoughts? Um, well, look, I I need to come over the top of someone else's thoughts on consumerism because I don't know how <laughs> radical or how normal I am on this. All right, so let I me need... tell you about me then. Go, go. I had a huge run with consumerism. Yes. Like, just became like a massive consumer in my first or second year of uni. Oh. Yeah. Med school, yeah? Yeah. Pretty prestigious. 
mm, bunch of yeah. top class blokes. I'm from like low socioeconomic background family. Fellas. We do things the easy, the poor way. Yeah. It's good. We're comfortable. Yeah. We enjoy our lives. Yeah. We're not like complete wastes of society. We put effort in. <laughs> uh, not saying that people from lower socioeconomic areas are a waste of society. Important clarification. Yep. <laughs> Very important clarification. But like we. We, we had ambitions and we, we strove after what we did, but we did it with what we had and that mm. was fine. Yeah. Mm. Uh, joined medicine, became in that prestigious thing and had this like huge drive mm. to become the elite. Just a legend. The elite. Yes. Man. So started wearing like $200 jeans. I hate that. Oh, uh, nothing wow. makes me angry. Polo shirts, which <laughs> did would you, cost like $70, $80. Oh, I've never seen you dress oh. like that. Do you um, still have those things and dress still have in a polo? Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Tommy Hilfiger polo shirts. <laughs> Don't even know what you're talking got about. Got some um, Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I've literally yeah. got his skin and wear it as a suit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Country West chinos, that sort of thing. Wow. Country West. Country Road. Leather yeah, briefcase. I have. I have no, country. Okay. I have country west chinos. They cost me two dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the it's a brand I made iPhone, up. I bought yeah. a new touchscreen desktop computer. You do. Um, just went handbone. Did on, like, I should say gadgets? Uh, you did. And then got to a point where I realised that sucked, and mm. I didn't like who I was anymore. It's not good. So I stripped right back. Wow. And now I'm just sort of it's good. Chilling with my hundred pack of earbuds for a you dollar. Say, you said it sounds like all the things you listed. You do actually still have though. Well, I didn't then throw them away. <laughs> I stripped back in the way that I'd sort of built myself up a palace and now live in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. You don't see me wearing. You, I don't. Oh, no, I don't. No, no you're right. Yeah. Very true. This is the most expensive pair of jeans I've bought in like a year, and they they were like forty bucks, I think. Do you want to know a very cool thing? Right now, this isn't going to work for anyone who's on the podcast, so the audience is limited. I need you guys to look here in the crotch oh, of the no. pants. I don't want to look there. If you're at home, you're glad you can't that's see right. here. As I said, well, that's where my jeans go first every time, right? Crotch. Yeah. Mum literally took a crotch out of an old pair of jeans, sewed them in, <laughs> doubled the life of these jeans, doubled it. So good. Very smooth. $20 jeans. And they've nice. lasted me like a year. Your mum is good. Smooth. Yeah, she's very good. You can close your legs now, Paul. <laughs> no, this is, this is comfortable. <laughs> okay. As long as you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just look away. I'll See, look this is my, my mm. theory of consumerism, the is that you can get caught up in it and it it's rubbish. Yeah. Well, you do develop a new normal, don't you? Like my bout, I, I try, I'm a little bit of a minimalist as we've discussed earlier on the podcast, yep. but um, my go at consumerism wasn't necessarily buy, a, buy really nice stuff. It was buy a lot of crap stuff instead of a few good things. So like my consumerism style would just be like, it would impact my train of thought to the point where I'd be like, all right, I'll just buy, yeah, $20 shoes every three weeks or something wow. like that. Because you're just in that mindset. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll go and buy one. I'm going to yeah. buy a new pair. Yeah. Um, rather than actually, or like same with shirts. I'll wear a shirt twice, chuck it. What? You know, well, that's sort of just because oh. it's sick. You buy cheap shirts, they go to seat. They get those weird little cotton fuzzy balls on them and you're like, chuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man. No, I don't know what you're saying. You know how hey, shirts go? Cheap shirts. I know what they, they do. Pill, I they just pill. can't understand that thought process. They yeah. have the fuzzy balls. It's time to go in the bin. Yeah, I'm still wearing a couple of those I bought two and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But um, that, that's how it mainly has affected me, just by buying a lot of crap things and not expecting to actually be able to use things for any length of time before I replace them. Mm. Mm. Well, I suppose I have... Uh, got on the Michael side of that spectrum between you and him <laughs> um, where I prefer 
to buy things that are good quality and will spend way more money than <laughs> I feel comfortable even mm. yeah. spending just to have a good thing that will last ages or just because that's the best thing. Mm. Mm. If I buy a laptop, I will buy a $2,000 laptop. I did. I couldn't. I couldn't spend $500 on a netbook. I would buy a two and a half grand yeah, laptop. Yeah. When I bought my iPhone, it was brand new and I was like, I need the latest iPhone. Yeah. So I think I forked out. My dad bought me my a phone. A grand? So that was cool. Yeah. It's weird how that works. About, about a grand for my a, iPhone? About the same for my gig? iPhone. It's, I can't fathom that. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I think um, mm. here's how. Uh, here's my little hypothesis, guys. I'm going to need you to know this, yeah. right? So here's how I, I want the world to work. Okay. When I come to power, when we come to power, the three of us, we okay. go from this a This is the first we're hearing of this. Podcast <laughs> to a political party to a communist state. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay. So, sure. Okay. Everyone, first. everyone, instead of working like 50 hours a week, works 30 hours a week and develops a practical skill. That practical skill then becomes their currency for buying and selling and trading things. Okay. So, you might grow veggies. Another person might plaster stuff. Another person, their trade might be teaching. So, they teach kids they're, you know, at school. And then everyone, like the parents of the children, are plaster their stuff and give them fruit and veggies and bread and that sort of stuff. Basically a cash-free economy where everyone just does works of service for each other. Okay. Yeah. But so what do they do for their 30 hours of work every week? I don't know. You don't be an accountant. I don't know. Whatever. Do what is, whatever you what need. Do you, what do you earn in that time? Well, the fact of the matter, well, basically you do it also for in the part of this trade economy, right? Okay. So you, you are out there just doing the bulk of your time um, working for other people and that sort of stuff. No, for them to give you things. Yeah, that's right, and that's and then you've got you've got your but own time to. Doesn't that just mean you then have? To, All right, scrap the, so the thirty convoluted. Scrap the 30, 30 hours a week. I didn't think that through fully. Okay. Um. All right. All everyone does. Okay. Is just do, trade, buy and sell, trade. So, right. so say I'm the doctor. Yeah, yep. Which is you know makes sense. Yep. I'm the doctor in this town. Yep. Uh, town doc. I have zero kids though, because mm-hmm. I spend all my time doctoring. Yep. Uh, the teacher. Mm. Gets influenza, mm-hmm. swine flu. Yep. How does the teacher then pay me for my doctoring well, services? Well, luckily, the teacher has acquired some jam because they grow vegetables and swapped it with the person who grows jam. It gives you the jam. The thing is, jam lady came in yesterday, yep. also has swine flu. She gave it to the teacher yeah. by giving her the jam. Um, swine flu. I've, I've already cured her and I've got like a huge stack of jam now. Okay. Quite good. Well, you got a surplus of jam that you can use to trade for other goods and services. Maybe I still don't, still don't need a teacher, though. Well, the plasterer hasn't been sick for a long time. You get jam off the teacher. You get the plasterer in. Pay him the jam to plaster. What if my you're looking for a house? software developer, but all you have are tradies in your? There's no room for technology in this. We're going way back here, Simon <laughs> Glover. We're going way back. So basically become Amish is what you're suggesting. I, I, you don't understand how attractive that idea is to me. You don't. It no, is. I don't. No, I don't. And you don't understand why, but it is. But that's I'm not going to lie. I actually kind of like the idea of becoming Amish as well. Do you want to do it? In the whole cult way or just the in, in the Just way? getting back to life. It'd be so good. And don't use the telephone because it's the devil's instrument. It's yeah. not because it's the devil's instrument. But that's but what... Yeah, that's what they say. Well, let's let's not let's not become Amish. That's, that's why we're become, not becoming fully Amish. What's it? Amish hippies. What's pseudo Amish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green we'll become our own thing. Yeah, we'll become the three of us on community. That's good. Three of us. No oh, yeah. children in the works. <laughs> we've, 
<laughs> bound to die out in one generation. So our little Greek island Whoops. will be have a birth rate of zero and a death rate of 100%. <laughs> Very depressing. That's but, brilliant. Yeah, but that's my... I kind of dig that. There's something... I just guess I've become a little illusioned. Disillusioned, sorry. Disillusion, a little illusioned. Yeah. A little disillusioned. I work um, at a call centre and at a church. Two jobs where you can spend your whole day working hard and not point to anything that you've actually spent your energy on, right? Mm, mm. So... I really love getting out in the garden or um, building things or just getting something practical done because mm. you're like, yeah, like I was saying to you guys earlier, you can just point to something that you mm. spent your energy on. It's good. Yeah. So the there's un- something very attractive about that as a whole community. Is. That's true. The unfortunate thing is that in life, there are things that need to get done that don't show any physical reward. Not if you're Amish. Yeah, even if you're Amish. Like what? Someone needs to... Case in point. Moving on. I think of something. <laughs> All right. Get back to me by the end Someone's of the Someone's going to submit the town plans. No, they don't. You just raise barns everywhere, man. <laughs> just get 10,000 of your cousins go raise a barn. Someone's got to There are no take care plans. of the children. Tell, tell me your reason. That is physical work. Let's just stop that. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. What, Paul, is your reason for rejecting consumerism? Because um, mm. there has to be a... a a bigger reason like they can't it's not just like consumerism is bad sure we have sure. A, a premise and i should say i also haven't rejected it as much as i would have liked yeah and we're all consumers to a degree just living here and being true. part of the society the the I mean, reason the fact that we're recording a podcast and we just had yeah. dinner yeah and we have microphones and yeah so i think for, for me i no i haven't really struggled with it to a degree but here's why i think that as a, a part of consumerism can be validation, right? Mm. It can just be like, yeah, I just need this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or And people often won't say that in your head. If you're a blokey bloke, you won't say, oh, I've got to have stuff to feel validated. Yeah. But the underlying assumption can sort of be there. I reckon, at, like just as a Christian, um, we obviously it's clear that we're created to feel validated. Like we're created to feel whole. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just part of it. That sort of got a bit torn apart when man rejected God. Oh, just knowing that through um, through God can come a completeness, a completeness that doesn't vanish when a new iPhone comes out. It sort of does actually diminish the pu- the natural pull of these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my take on it. It's mm. a good take. Yeah, it's not a bad take. It's not a bad take at all. <laughs> a little bit of yes, that's my take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I agree. I just wanted to sort of draw that out into mm. the content of the episode that we actually have. A spiritual premise for rejecting consumerism. Well, yeah. Otherwise, it's just a just a hobby bunch of horse. Just yeah. a hobby horse. Yeah. Um, I've in saying was, that though, sorry. Um, <laughs> in saying that though, I don't think it would be wrong for Christians to have stuff. No, no, I don't mean that. Because I've seen people go the other way and being like, actually, you know, Christ is all we need. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, we need nothing. Yeah. Um, and there's a cool faith that comes with that, I guess. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with having a car that can drive. <laughs> yeah, it's not definitely not bad. Completely yeah. broken. It's mm. a real having bonus. Meals every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's about finding that balance between: mm. Do I worship this stuff, or yeah, is this stuff just good stuff? Mm. Um, do you think, Michael, that Christianity has become consumerized? Who? Um, generalizations, man. That's, that's oh huge. yeah, 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 yeah. But. Is it is Western it kind culture, of, yeah. largely public image type thing? Yeah. Uh, look, Western culture in general has become consumerized in everything. Yeah. Um, we 
even the stuff that we do that is good has to be consumerized because of the way it is. Sorry, someone was just scratching his arm at a real itch. Um, the way the way that we have to interact with our Western culture is through consumeristic approaches in some regards. Um, okay. So it's it's a real, a real tricky sort of thing that you have to kind of balance. How do I address a culture um, where they're driven by stuff mm. without sort of insulting them by saying we have no value for stuff, but pointing them to a higher value of life that isn't driven by their desire for stuff. Mm. Um, so it's a real juggle there. So I think, yes, the church has been influenced by consumerism. Yeah, Some of them are bad. Some of them are good. Mm. I think it gives a really good um, good opportunity for us to make the gospel really beautiful. Because I know like what Paul said there, like the idea that there is something that is eternal, that is of value, and that can validate you, mm. that's not going to become instantly less significant when the next iPhone comes out. Yeah. Like that's that's huge. Yeah. And being able to find peace and security in that, uh, which is forever. That's cool. Yeah. Something that I hate about consumerism is summed up in this quote that I found in an article which I looked up not ten minutes ago. Um <laughs> obviously it played a big part in your life there. Oh yeah, huge, huge. But this guy said personally I've rarely left a mall inspired to be a more generous and caring person. Very, very good. Yeah, man. That's I think that's cool. That sort of ties in with what Michael was saying. Yeah. In a sense. You look like you wanted to say something. Let me say something for you. Okay. So, say it for yourself, man. All right. No, I'm going to say it for <laughs> Okay. I reckon, so stuff obviously is good, as you alluded to. Stuff, every every good thing comes from God, just yeah. clear in James. Um, the book of James in the New Testament of the Bible, for those who don't, <laughs> like Christians who <laughs> listen to our podcast. Um, so I reckon stuff is good. But you need to have you need to sort of take an eternal perspective. When I think when talking about wealth or stuff or just actually a premise of this point is that you, by saving your money you are in a sense consuming it. If you allow that to become a bit of an idol where you where you save and hoard and, and keep, you're just spending it on your own security. Yeah. So that yeah. that sort of counts as consuming. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, have a ten or a twenty or a fifty year plan for their stuff and their life and their money whereas i think the important way to approach stuff is to have a ten thousand year plan and be like okay i'm a soul on the precipice of eternity here with with literally a vapor of a life pre-eternity that's the way i'm going to approach my stuff Mm. i reckon and then once you look at it through that filter i think it's not hard to have a good approach to things and to stuff Hmm. it's still difficult because culture demands it but I think you've hit it there. The idea of eternity and your view of eternity really yes. shapes that. It's got to. It, 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 it just has to. If you don't view your life as an eternity, say you don't think there's a God, um, your life is the life that you have. Um, saving your money, not spending your money, it is pointless. Like, it, like you've got what you've got. Yeah. Why, why not live life to its fullest now? Um, but if you take the view of eternity... And the view that there is a God who created everything and that he has a bigger plan than just the 80 years of your life. Um, that's that's cool and it's comforting. And I think it's um, really helpful in that regard in learning that there's something more significant than the next iPhone. There's something more significant than a nice pair of shoes. There's even something more significant than providing for your family. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, the, the way I sort of see it is um, the Christian attitude... I reckon, as far as stuff, 
Um, and again, speaking as a Christian, this is my take on it. You just got to play it pretty fast and loose with your stuff. Yeah. Um, you just you just got to be happy to say I have these things. They're good. I'd be also pretty happy to not have these things. Like as I was reflecting on this, you know that part in Matthew where that like the rich young dude comes yeah. to Jesus, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I want to follow." You. He's like, "Jesus, like just go sell all your stuff and then you'll do it." Yeah, um, and he's like, "I can't, I can't do that." He walks away knowing sad. that he's in the wrong. Walked away sad. sad. Yeah, exactly. So I reckon you just it's okay to have stuff, but approach it in the spirit of like I could easily not have this stuff and it wouldn't impact mm. um, my my um, self image or validation. Yeah, yeah, mm. I've, and that I've, just empowers you to be generous like man oh yeah i've started to capture the idea of that i reckon this year yeah and what that looks like playing it fast and loose well not i wouldn't call it playing it fast and loose i just (laughs) you should i'd call it not being attached (laughs) (laughs) that's Um, exactly what it is well not 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 having a intense desire for my things to be my things yeah um and that it, it gives you an opportunity to really be generous and to see the needs of other people uh and to meet them and that's a really cool thing mm. uh, and really fulfilling as well. It's awesome. If I were to tell you that um, when the weather is good enough, I feel the need to wash my car every couple of weeks and spend a good few hours like polishing it to make it look nice, <laughs> what would you assume that I, how I value, about how I value my car? What, what would you just think if I told you that? I'm you have genuinely interested. Up. Dude's really invested in the appearance of his car. Yeah. You love your car. You value your car. You love the way people look at your car. You love the um, the respect you get from people for having a clean car. Okay. What if I was to tell you that after spending a couple of weeks working on my front bumper, repainting it, and it was a huge job, I hit a wallaby <laughs> on the way home one night and f- like... I hadn't even had this new bumper for two months. <laughs> I hit a wallaby. The bumper cracked and half the paint chipped off down to plastic again. And I had to cable tie it back together. How do you think I would have felt about my beautiful car? Gutted. That I yeah. love. Gutted, gutted was the word I was going to go for. Yeah. I was not gutted. Really? It was awesome. I got what? home and I was like, well, I'm not dead. God is good. Yeah. And it's just a car. That's true. And it hasn't oh. it hasn't impacted the functionality of my car. I can just stitch it back together with zip ties. Yep. Which drift stitching they call it. Really? Yeah. Drift there stitching. It's got a name. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when you look at my car, you can say that. And I, I was really thankful to God that I didn't go off the road and die. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. And I just I thought I, I expected when I got home and started thinking about it that I would just have this sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach. You know how when you wreck something, crack your phone, you just oh no, mm. and you just start feeling sick. Yeah. I thought I would feel like that, but I just didn't, and it was awesome. Yeah. Well, we like, talked on the show God. before about my car accident mm. months ago. Yeah. Really don't recommend having a car accident. It's no. Very dangerous. Very risky <laughs> for your life. Uh, but again, same sort of feeling like. Man, I am so blessed that I came out of this without a scratch. Mm. What is a car? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, 10,000 years from now, you will not give a rip about yeah. a car. No, no. Guaranteed. Not. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, again, that same sort of thing like, man, God is so good yeah. uh, that even something as valuable as car yeah. really means nothing. That's uh, what I aim for with all my stuff now. That is my target. After feeling, after experiencing that, that's what I'm going for. I reckon that's good enough to be our Simon Says for the week. 
All right. Play it fast and loose. Actually, that's what Paul says. What did that's you what say? Paul says. You can just say that if you want. Play it fast and loose Play with your stuff. Play it fast and loose with your stuff. You if go, you guys. buy four new T-shirts and someone says they really like it and they don't have any T-shirts, give them three of your T-shirts. Do it. Yep. Sounds good. Do you yep. want this jacket, Simon? You can have it if you want. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Look, guys, it's been fun. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Uh, maybe you've learned something about consumerism. Consumerism. <laughs> maybe, maybe even you've been challenged about some of the stuff that you hold really valuable. Uh, mm. Who knows? Hit mm. us up in the comments. Yeah, let us know. On the comments on the website, 3 com, on the Facebook page, 3 mm. on, on Facebook, on the Twitter. Review us on a, the iTunes. A good way to get a, a question to us is by just rating us five stars on iTunes yeah. and putting a question <laughs> in the comment there. But yeah. anyway, yeah, that's just one way people choose. Often. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. We love you lots. Yeah. Well, I do. Paul says don't, he doesn't. No, no, I don't. Simon? I'm Mediocre. in between the two of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm pretty impressed by most of the fans. Oh, yeah, they're great people. Mm. Love them to bits. Mm. Great person. Mm. Cool, guys. It's been very, very real. Keep living that dream.